This episode brought to you by coffee. Coffee is our biggest sponsor. All of our energy comes from coffee. The, the sound that occasionally comes from your audio makes me feel like you went to a field of cicadas. Yes, I was going to say insects everywhere. I mean, I like bugs, but not that much. I don't want them with me everywhere I go. I, I like what bugs do, but I prefer <laughs> them not to be near me. Literally last night, I was sitting on the couch and I saw a spider slowly dropping down, not that slowly actually, <laughs> dropping down from the ceiling and it landed on my coffee table. And I'm not going to lie, I choked. There's been so many times like I will just straight squish a spider with my bare hand. But for some reason, I was looking for something to squish it. And everything I looked at was something you do not want to slam. <laughs> And that sucker was fast, and he was gone, and he is still out there today. <laughs> and I have not stopped thinking about him since. <laughs> He's with you in your thoughts always. Yeah. The hubs was like, what just happened? Are you okay? Like he saw, I was like, yeah, I didn't, I don't know what I, I don't know what I was doing. I choked. <laughs> just, there's nothing else to say. So really what I've done is I have gone out into the field and searched for cicadas, and I have them in my office. You released just them. to screw with you. That's a level of dedication. Mm -hmm. Is just an epic amount of pranking. See, yeah, see, you really like to commit to your bits. I really like to commit to my pranks. He's a regular Winston. Welcome to the Act Break, where we're talking about all things story. Take a break from your creative endeavors and hang out with us. Have a little simulated human interaction. Because internet friends totally count. Why is this the only day he hasn't been two minutes early? <laughs> well, technically, he could be two minutes early still. It is 1057. Oh. So he has one minute left to be two minutes early. I'm going to be so disappointed. Are you recording your audio yet? Because we shouldn't be funny until... Oh, boy. Welcome to the Act Break Podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Comedy gold. Uh, what's behind me is literally a mattress. And then to the side, I have the box spring to, like, absorb the noise. But AP's level of commitment is, is next level. It's kind of warm in these uh, rhinos. It's, it's kind of making me uncomfortable. <laughs> it really is. Like, what is A.B. doing under his blanket? We don't want to know. He's still looking for the mouse. He's, he's not recording yet. I better sound f***ing amazing. You do. You do, it actually. so good. Welcome to my ASMR channel. <laughs> Are you recording yet? Yes, I've been recording. I record everything I do for posterity's sake. <laughs> I wish I could see you guys. <laughs> Stay hey, in get there. Out, get out of there. We want to see your it's, face. For it's very warm. <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to get real hot real fast. AP's going to pass out because he no oxygen. It does sound nice, <laughs> but maybe. I put a towel down, you know, because I get because I get sweaty. <laughs> so I get sweaty when I talk about writing. Oh I get my very God. excited. Oh, <laughs> And now I have to click explicit on this episode. We're slightly changing the structure. And apologies for not warning you of that in advance. I don't apologize. I retract Carly's <laughs> apology. 
All right, I'm ready for our topic on medieval infrastructure. I, I'm sorry, I, I prepared for 19th century waterways. Damn. You all are the worst. This episode's about <laughs> dragons. Come on, get it together. I'm sorry, I'm here to record a podcast episode. Could we please take this seriously? You came to the wrong podcast, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Act Break, where today we're putting the internet friends and other stuff into the Act Break. I'm Carly. My goal in life is to be infamous over famous, and success is a young guns game. Uh, I'm Jamie. I'm a science fiction, fantasy, and speculative fiction writer. I'm incredibly successful, just not professionally. Today's internet friend, some of you will recognize, he is a short fiction, speculative fiction writer, coffee lover. Welcome back, AP. Thank you. Uh, and then today's other stuff is talking about success and fame. What are they? What do they mean to us? What could they mean to anybody? Here we are. Are you guys excited? I'm very excited. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm a little lukewarm. <laughs> We're real rusty, AP. If you can't tell, I mean, I guess this isn't that different than what you would have experienced. Yeah, it all in the seems past. pretty normal. Yeah, I maybe I just keep on telling myself that because I hope it gets better. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. On topic. Are we ready? Are we ready for this? So, when we are discussing this topic, I, I feel like there's a lot of conversation about this. Really, <laughs> success versus fame. What do we mean when we talk about success? For you, what does what does success mean? I actually wanted to start with fame because I feel like that one's a little easier to, to tackle. Do it. Um, mostly because I have a lot of shit to say about fame because it's kind of like nebulous and doesn't mean much. It's like a it's like a fake thing. Like, oh, I want to be famous. Like, what does that even mean? Like, how do you how do you quantify fame? You know? Yeah. Famous for what? Yeah. Can I, I like dictionaries in, in Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't write down definitions of anything because I know Jamie will do it. I'm just saying is being known or talked about by many people originally uh, on account of an achievement or a talent. And I feel that that is no longer a requirement. That's no yeah. longer the case. Yeah. yeah. But also like what is many people? I feel like that's also changed with uh, the times. Yeah. Absolutely. With the advent of social media, it has adjusted the meeting the meaning of fame. Yeah. So that's why like fame is just like I, I don't know. That's such a weird thing to like. To like want be like oh I want to be famous like that's not concrete enough for me like that doesn't tell me anything about yeah. you or what you want or what that means to you. It's it's like a it almost feels like bad eighties movie writing you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, and it feels so, um, like you said, it's nebulous. It's technically out of your control whether or not you become famous That's also because true. you can, you, all the same people out there doing all the same things, and one gets viral views and the other one doesn't, and why? You know, something hit at the right time, they said just the right thing, they did just the right or wrong or dumb thing or whatever. How you can't go, I'm going to be famous. Here are some actionable steps to become that way. Yeah. Um, this made me think of, I haven't watched the whole show, it only recently became available on Netflix. It's Bo Burham's show from way back in the day, and it's called Zach Stone is Going to Be Famous. And the whole premise 
is that he is somebody who has no art, nothing to offer the world. All he wants is to get famous. If you're viral or you're famous like that, I feel like that's just like a, a blip. Like you have to like capitalize on something or like do something with it. Otherwise, it just doesn't like you're talked about for a little bit and then you're gone. Like that, that that's such an underwhelming thing to want for me. Yeah, it ties together with the control. You don't have any control over that. There's no way to like set a goal if you're not if you're just trying to be famous for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and fame is fickle. It's subject to the whims of the masses. So even if you are really good at a thing that you become famous for, who's saying that you won't be famous for it tomorrow or you will still be famous for it tomorrow, however you want to format that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Choose your own sentence structure. Clearly, we all see pretty we're pretty eye to eye on the on the fame of it all. Yeah. And again, I want to be clear that I'm not trying to like uh, this is my own viewpoint for fame for myself. Like I think yeah. people can probably be famous and want to be famous and make it work for them and it's fine. But like I, I personally don't get it. I don't think it works for me. I don't think it's something that I – and certainly not something that I think about. It's not something that I, you know, plan my life around or plan goals around because mm-hmm. like you said, how can you? Yeah. Yeah. One of the reasons why, like, I always think about, like, the fame versus success is because when I first started telling people, like, oh, I'm a writer, I had a lot of people say, oh, well, I hope that you can be a famous writer someday. And I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) don't say it to them, but I'm like, I'm not too worried about being a famous author. I just would like to be a successful author. Thanks for the sentiment, but no thanks. (laughs) Yeah, it's very much like, what does that mean? Yeah. Well, I think famous, one of the things that really stuck out to me with the idea is what do pe- what are people setting out for when they want to be famous? And what I think people really want is recognition. And then what they end up getting instead is attention. And it's not the same thing. Mm. So, you know, to segue, Jamie tried to segue it and then I pulled it back. Um, <laughs> success. <laughs> Good, good call on starting with fame there, AP. Now we can move into what is what does success mean, at least to us, and and what do we feel like? How do we feel like that differs from fame? I feel like it's going to be pretty apparent when we define success. But well, do we have a, a definition? Do you want to hit us do with we? that? <laughs> uh, I I do happen to have a definition for success: an accomplishment of any aim, goal, or purpose. And like way back, it used to like success could mean a good or bad outcome. It was like, but now it's it's more of like good outcomes, like success oh, rate. Can what you, is, what can, is a yeah, bad can you success? elaborate that? Yeah. Let's see. I wrote it down. I was successfully shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had poor success. Oh, oh okay. I see. Right. I see. That tracks. Yeah. That makes sense. We don't say that anymore. I yeah, think. we don't we don't use it the same way. I wish you poor success in your ventures. <laughs> I did wish them success, but it was of the poor variety. <laughs> <laughs> so, achievement of an aim, goal, or purpose. And I think we were kind of like hitting on this. Like, uh, obviously, it's stuff that's in your control. It's like tangible, quantifiable things. It's like the intro question is like, 
do you want to be famous? Yes. Okay. And so what does fame mean to you? And that's when you start talking about success. So if it's in the literature world, it's like, oh, it's X many books sold. Or if my book gets made into a movie, or if I win a Hugo, or if things that you can actually check off a list. Yeah. Like fame, oh, a whole bunch of people know me. It's kind of the same thing. Whereas success can look different to every different person yeah Yeah. you get to set up your own goals and decide what success is yeah and i think it also implies like uh, it's something like continuous it's something you keep working towards like you you hit a milestone and you keep moving forward it's like uh it evolves yeah yeah i have a where it's like you can have multiple goals in different avenues and then you can have push goals when you reach those goals you set new ones life is a kickstarter (laughs) i like that yeah, I think, you know, with fame, it's it's notoriety. And with success, it's more of like a lifestyle. You're building this life for yourself that, you know, some people as a byproduct of success become famous. Yeah. But not necessarily. And while you were just saying that, I was thinking that like, um, I don't think it's necessarily always the case, but I think success is maybe like inwards too. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, how much attention am I getting to be famous? It's like, oh, what have I accomplished that I can be proud of? Or yeah. that, you know, like I'm looking at myself, how have I grown? I, that's how I see success. I think it's a personal satisfaction of of tangible, achievable things for yourself. I, I, I just had a thought come to me. Like fame is what my mom wants for me. Success is what I keep trying to convince her I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. That's good. Defining, I mean, the difference is pretty clear, I think, between the two. When you're examining it for yourself, how do you how do you figure out what your personal goals are in order to get you to that point of I feel like I'm successful? Ooh, that's a different way of asking it because like, do I feel successful or (laughs) have I achieved successes, you know? Either, both. It it is interesting to think about it like that. I think feeling successful is going to be really hard to achieve. But let's not let's not get into like mental health issues here, you know. (laughs) Just touch on it there. We're gonna leave it and move on. Yeah. Um. If you know, if I'm making a list of goals that I have and I'm achieving them and I'm successful in those goals, then that's great. That's me succeeding in the things I'm setting out to do, and all of those things are hopefully building towards something. Yeah. Um. Jamie, do you have a thought there? That was just reminded me of my intro where I'm like, I feel very successful in life, but not as much professionally because like it, it's that same thing where you're like, well, yeah, if I'm setting these goals and I'm hitting these goals, that's an accomplishment. Does that make me feel successful? Not necessarily. And I think that that's maybe where like you dip your toe into the quote unquote fame or the more more less fame more recognition sometimes a little bit of recognition can give that sense of success and i do agree like you guys said it's it's more of an inward thing like you have to decide like i do feel successful but it's a little bit of an outward thing <laughs> yeah too. yeah for sure yeah it, it is nice to get recognition you're you're right yeah i can't help it i just <laughs> I know we're not supposed to need like outside validation, but damn, does it feel good? It does. Right. I feel like 
you don't only need it, but as artists, like we need some, we need some outside recognition. Yeah. Uh, We don't enjoy creating in a vacuum. Yeah, because we need those little bits of success to kind of give us the endorphins to keep going. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a great, uh, I don't know, uh, how do you call it? Like, it's, it's like a test of, am I doing what I think I'm doing? Am I, you know, is my writing style what I actually think it is? Are people, like, what do people see when they see my art? And am I actually doing that or am I doing something totally different that I wasn't even thinking about? And then am I okay with that? Is that something I want to keep doing or do I need to recalibrate? Yeah, that's a good point. It's like, oh, I'm I'm doing all these things. I'm the shit. And then it's like, wow, your writing is terrible. And you're like, oh. I, sh- <laughs> I didn't even mean it I from the adjust. perspective of whether it's good or bad. But I even mean like if you think that you're writing horror and really you're writing like satire, then, you know, you're like, okay, well, maybe, maybe I'm off by a wide margin. <laughs> So with with that, I guess, you know, we're talking a lot about for our for ourselves, which is great. But I'm curious because how how do we come about defining success for ourselves if we don't already have there has to be some sort of a um, is litmus test the right right word here where we we look at other people that we think are successful. So how do we how do we compare it in our own minds for ourselves does that make sense yeah i'm glad you brought up other people um because i think comparison is just horrible um comparing your own achievements and goals and all that like i mean you can't exist in a vacuum like you said but you're on your own journey you can't you're in competition with yourself not anyone else yeah, there's a saying, it's comparison is the thief of joy. There you go, yeah. And it's very true because it's like you, everybody comes from a different background, a different experience. They've gotten different opportunities. Mm-hmm. So it's like comparing apples to a Ferrari. Like it, there's just too much, too yeah. many factors right. to compare one's journey to anyone else's. True. And, and I definitely, I'm glad that we did touch on that. But I think the question I'm trying to ask is, how do you come up with what success means to you without looking at other people? Because, I mean, we obviously all have our own inspirations where we're like, I want to be a writer. Well, why? Because we read books that we loved that were like, I want to do that thing. And so we look at somebody and we go, when you point at that and then you can say, I think they're a successful writer. And obviously it's subjective, but if we didn't have that to start as like a launching off point, we couldn't come up with our idea of success if we couldn't look at something and say, that's successful and that's not. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, that's interesting because I, I... Or am I going way out in the weeds here? <laughs> I feel I, I tend to do that. As you're asking this question, I'm like thinking about my own goals and successes. And I don't think I can point to one person or like specific people I have like general more nebulous things that I'm like yeah that's what I want for success but it's not like I'm like oh I want to be Joe Abercrombie like I don't know anything about I I mean obviously I think he sells a lot of books and is able to do that full-time and that's a good thing but it's not like I'm like I want to be Joe Abercrombie or I want to 
do X, Y, Z that this other person is doing. I don't know. Yeah, I understand like where you're coming from, but I don't understand the question. I don't. I, I don't know that I understand the question, Jamie. You should know me well enough. By well, now then to know I don't that. have an answer. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I just wanted to pose some some. I don't know. You bring up a lot of good things so philosophically. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of get the, the the question, and and I'm trying to think about it. I just think that I. That's not how I came to my list of things that I want to accomplish. It's, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it, it's like the greater science fiction and fantasy publishing worlds gave me ideas of what I wanted, um, but not specific people. Yeah. For me, I think I did start there just being like, I want to be that. Like, that's that's what I want. Who, who, and then who do you want? at first it was George R. R. Martin uh, okay. I'm like that. That's that's what I want. Um, but then as I matured in as a writer and actually understood what this looks like for me, I think it, it ends up being more of a conglomeration of yeah. like, oh, I like this part about that writer and I like what they're doing here and that there. And um, it was either actually it was George R. R. Martin or Neil Gaiman. I wanted just merge them. That's what mm -hmm. I wanted to be. So the more time goes on, though, I am, you know, I'm also reading new books and ha gaining new perspective and seeing that there's a much wider world out there than just those two dudes. And learning how to define success for myself has become more of a just picking and choosing and merging ideas. And it's, it is, it's way more nebulous than just I want to be that one thing. Well, would you say that um, as your um, definition of success and what you want for yourself has grown and you've moved away from just the whole Gaiman, uh, Martin thing, do you, either of you feel like success might mean, um, I'm only asking this because I feel like it's a pretty common answer, but does, does success mean to you that you are writing full time and that is supporting you financially? No. Okay. <laughs> um, Do you want to elaborate? I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking of not if I want to elaborate, but like how on earth would I elaborate? You mean I should have thought about what success is yeah, to me what is, personally yeah, before you know. I got here today? Yeah. <laughs> In your prep work. Do you want me to go? Yeah, you go. Okay. <laughs> My answer, in essence, at the root of it is the same. No, I don't believe that anymore. For myself, success means when I do produce a book, my target audience has a good time when they're reading it. If I'm actually, even if that target audience ends up being a lot smaller than I originally wanted, if they are enjoying what I'm producing, then and I'm enjoying what I'm producing, that's success to me. How would you... Uh, measure that <laughs> you would never know <laughs> I'm just you know like so I, like I like one I'm just trying to imagine yeah, you in the no, future at one point would you be like I have done it like what would that look like well, to you I without going into the mental health of it all I don't, I'm not really sure you know um I can't time travel weirdly enough I've tried mm -hmm. I am definitely one of those people that I can't help it. I do want to be 
I want to hit the that stupid New York Times bestselling list. I want to be that person whose book is made into a movie. Those are things that I want. And obviously, I think if I get those, will I still feel like I've not accomplished enough? Probably. Mm-hmm. But that goes into the mental health of it all. Sure. Yeah, so, yeah. but ultimately, I don't believe that I need those things in order for future me to say, hey, I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing and I'm having a good time. What that actually will be for me, I, I I can't say. I'd like to hope that if I'm just producing books consistently where I don't feel burnt out and I feel like I'm enjoying myself still, that that will be the moment that I go, I've done it. But I can't guarantee that. Yeah, I'm just like, it, it, as I was thinking about this before the, the podcast, I was trying to th- like imagine the moment where I'm like, I am now successful and like what has just happened? What is like, what does my life look like? And that's why I was saying like, when I'm saying when, when I was envisioning this moment for myself, I was like, okay, I am, you know, in some house somewhere and I don't have a day job and all I do is write. And that's like, like I'm a writer. Like if if I ever find myself living that life, mental health aside of course (laughs) that is when i think that i will feel successful yeah Mm. now that i've had time to think about it (laughs) so i have no idea what carly just said no i'm just i was listening (laughs) i was thinking about my own thing the whole time they repeated all i wasn't listening no i was thinking that uh success is going to be a very fleeting feeling that you get in that i get in small bursts because Mm. when I imagine what success is. Some of this is subject to change, but in my head, it's that I can be producing stories on a regular basis, like a book a year. And the success part would come when I'm published. And then the next year or the next book, people still want that. Like I'm, <laughs> okay. like if, if people continually come back. Yeah. Um, if I can be consistent and then people want me to be consistent. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to be constantly in demand, not like a huge demand because, <laughs> I mean, I don't want a lot of pressure, but it's that. Just like, enough pressure. Like the idea of selling a book to a publisher will give you that like little hit of success and then success is holding a reader's attention enough that they want to buy your next book. Do you think that you, you'll get to the second book and then you'll be like, maybe those two were just a fluke? Yeah, I'm sure I will. Because it's like people with imposter syndrome. Then yeah. So like, it's like, I just have to keep going yeah. to get those tiny bits of success, like little dopamine hits throughout yeah, the, my life. The more we get into this, the more I think this is all just, you know, like us chasing a drug and it's always oh, going to be horrible. What, 100%. <laughs> and I was thinking the same thing. Can I get that stream of dopamine? Yeah, yeah, it's it's what you were saying, Jamie. Also, the subject to change. All of this is a subject to change because, one, the industry is changing and it's always going to be changing. And what the future looks like, which we'll touch on in a mi- minute with like the social pressure because of social media mainly and uh, expectations for ourselves, our lives change you know, what we want for ourselves now. I mean, think of yourself five years ago. What did you want for yourself then? How it like it's evolved from even then. Like it's just, it's always subject to change. So what we say now may not be what we think six months from now, let alone six years in the future. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's not just 
things change outside of us, but also like we don't, at least I don't feel like I know the publishing industry 100%. So like as I learn more about it, things will probably change too. Absolutely. I don't even, I don't even know what I don't know about publishing. Oh yeah, God, yeah. yeah. But isn't that, isn't that just the state of life? We, we don't know what we don't know. And we keep learning and trying and showing up and... Like fools. Suckers. <laughs> like absolute fools. It's a good thing that dopamine is so good. <laughs> it's the only thing that keeps us coming back. Yeah. I need the, the good brain juices. So I think the social pressure is like a good thing to bring up when you're talking about fame and success at the same time. Because mm-hmm. I think with the advent of the internet that some people get these things confused and luckily we already talked about it like it's pretty clear to us the difference Mm -hmm. but some of those things become intertwined when it comes to social media and and pressure from without because sometimes having fame can help you on your way to success because so many times we're there's follower counts in views. And once you have a higher follower count, maybe you'll be more likely to get picked up by whatever agent, by whatever or publishing sell house. More copies or, yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't hurt. And there's nothing wrong with anybody who has those things. That's awesome. But they're not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why I think it's important to make sure like what your your goal is and your what you're shooting for is something you want and not something you've been told you want. Yes. Uh as far as like follower count, big five publishing, like all those things. Of course I'd love to have some big five publishing. I'm done. if anybody's listening to this in, in the industry, <laughs> don't 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 get me wrong. Uh, DM me. Uh, so <laughs> it's important to have a perspective just because everybody I see once these things doesn't necessarily mean that I have to structure my whole life around how do I get these things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if you want those things and the pursuit of those things isn't destroying you, then <laughs> have at it. I, I, th- that's, a, that's a good point you made, Jamie, because I think that quantifies a little bit of the fame. Because I think um, if you are seeking fame, you probably can point to like, oh, I've got, you know, X amount of followers or, or whatever. Um, I don't think that's like a perfect metric, but it is at least a metric uh, yeah. that I hadn't really considered. And, you know, at least as I was starting out in this, I always heard like, oh, you know, you want to have an author platform and like the, the importance of that stuff kind of like waxes and wanes for me a little bit. Uh, there's definitely been times where I'm like really into it. And I'm like, all right, let's, you know, I'm going to post several times a week and I'm going to like try and build followers and blah, 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 blah. Um, I, I don't know how much, you know, like what kind of returns I'm really getting from that kind of stuff other than, again, dopamine hits for like <laughs> notifications, <laughs> which, you know, sometimes are fine too. But uh, <laughs> when it comes to like selling something or like converting to book sales, I, I don't know how much of that it actually does. Yeah, it's like it well, it doesn't hurt. Doesn't often translate right over. <laughs> yeah, There's been times yeah. where yeah. I look up some of my personal favorite authors and they don't have huge followings. Yeah. Oh, granted a lot of them are older, <laughs> so that maybe <laughs> has part of it. Yeah. But if like I mean, look at Neil Gaiman or like V Schwab, like they are definitely there. 
doing stuff oh, yeah. on social media. So it's like yeah. you can definitely do that and it can be a boon. I just don't know how much of a boon it is. Right. But I, I don't know. I'm I'm always interested by this conversation because, you know, while we talk a lot about like the evils of social media and stuff like that, because we're we're who we are. You know, we met via social media. Yeah. You know, we we wouldn't know you, AP, without social media. You're right. Delete social so, media. Get rid of it forever. This has been a terrible that's thing. That's all, folks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that's uh, case in point. And the conversation's <laughs> over. So thanks for joining us today. And <laughs> No, you're right. But, you're right. So it's interesting because, you know, if you're not there, if you're not on the Internet is is kind of a necessary evil at this point in our lives. If you're not there, how do people find you? How are you how do you get your work promoted? You know? Yeah. And I definitely believe in like having a social media presence, having a platform where if somebody finds something from you and is interested, has an opportunity or a place to reach out. That's absolutely important. As long as it doesn't, just don't want it to rule you. Mm -hmm. I've heard you say before, Jamie, something to the effect of that, you know, if you're spending so much time on social media creating content, then that's time, you know, we only have a certain number of hours in the day. And if you're spending all of this time over here, but you're not actually creating the art that you're trying to get recognized for, then you creating this platform isn't actually helping you. And how do you strike that balance? I did say that. I am quite clever. <laughs> you're really smart sometimes. Insufferable all the time. Yes, that. I think that's a short-term hit of uh, feeling successful. That maybe we we can circle back to because like you create quote unquote content and you post it and you get reactions and notifications and then it's like immediate feedback of like oh I'm doing something I've accomplished something and people are engaging with it so it's like yeah I want that I want that all the time yeah. and then you're like I'm not writing at all therein lies the problem <laughs> <laughs> exactly well my uh my assistant's giving me the wrap it up sign. So we need to move to the next segment. <laughs> an assistant? Yeah. <laughs> it's my alter ego. <laughs> yeah, her alter ego, James. James. Uh, it's just like a mirror and you do like a golem thing. You just like scream at yourself. <laughs> Give me the wrap it up sign. It is. It's terrifying. I real quick just wanted to drop drop this little this little nugget. I um I read a very interesting article in the, um, thank you, the New Yorker. <laughs> I think my notes just now. It was an interesting thing that I feel like contributes to this conversation. So if you wanted to go look at the New Yorker article, it's called On the Internet, We're Always Famous. And uh, I just, I, I found it to be a, an interesting perspective. So that's all. What's that's the all. Uh, TLDR? I don't know what TLDR means. I'm so sorry. Too long, didn't read. Oh, um, talking about social media and kind of what it's, how it's adjusted our perspective, I think, on success and fame and, and our, uh, our idea of recognition. So it's an article all about what this episode is <laughs> Not all about it. I feel like I kind of took it this way. So maybe somebody else reading it wouldn't wouldn't exactly take it this way if they weren't thinking about it in that perspective. But that I I read it while preparing for this. So that's that was my takeaway. But 
there's one quote in particular in there that he's talking about um, there as in, you know, they, the general world, their attention renders us tiny gods. Mm. And the idea of, you know, we're always talking about the dopamine hits of getting all of the likes and followers and all of that stuff. So I just, it's interesting. It's just, if you want, go read it. Um, AP, did you prepare a recommendation for us? Uh, I do have two pennies in my pocket that I want to get rid of. Good. We'll take them. Do you have an intro to the segment? This week, we're going to have AP give his two cent recommendation. Is there music? (laughs) (laughs) I expect that every time now on every episode. (laughs) I don't kowtow to guests. (laughs) Okay, I'll just go. Just go. So uh, keeping on topic a little bit what i have found to be successful is tracking as much as possible so actually like writing down things uh keeping track of every submission i've done uh doing like email folders uh because nothing shows upward trends like concrete data i actually wrote that down uh don't trust feelings Mm. Um, because feelings are broken because our brains <laughs> are dumb. <laughs> but if you look at numbers, you're like, oh, okay, I am doing better than I was last year. Or I have sent out more stories this year than last year. Um, tracking things like word count and stuff like that. And yeah, like that's annoying and it's like extra work you have to do. But when it's staring you in the face, it's hard to be like, oh, well, I don't, I don't feel really successful. But you're, you're doing the things. This is me talking to myself every day. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a lot of things uh, you can look into out there. Like uh, Carly's favorite thing is uh, spreadsheets. <laughs> I, I like spreadsheets. Oh, I, love, I love spreadsheets. To keep track of submissions. Don't get sweaty, AP. Especially <laughs> uh, spreadsheets or query tracker. Yeah, there's query tracker. Uh, submission grinder is uh, for short stories and that tracks all your stuff. But yeah, spreadsheets are great. I love spreadsheets. Spreadsheets are awful, but what do you recommend to Jeez. be able to keep track of all of your stuff? Do you use spreadsheets? I use spreadsheets. I use, okay. uh, I, I am a, an absolute lunatic with spreadsheets. Um, I have like a yearly Gross. one with different tabs and it's got fonts and. Now I'm getting sweaty. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah. are terrible. Organization nerds. I need to Find something that works for me for that because I agree with you, AP. Feelings are broken. Our brains are dumb. Don't trust any of that. But I do – I exist solely on that currently because I hate spreadsheets and I need to find a different way to track my own metrics. Um, Do you like – I'm sort of related to this. Do you like track your wins, your quote-unquote wins? In any way? What wins. <laughs> okay. Do you track anything, Carly? Yeah. No. There you go. There's your answer. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying is I, I recognize that that would be really good for me, but somebody says spreadsheet and I want to die. So try this. This might work for you. Um, do you have a mason jar around the house? Yes. Do you have colorful post-it notes or slips of paper? Yes. Um, anytime something even mildly positive happens in relation to your writing career, write it on a piece of paper and put it in the jar. I like that. And then when you like feel that. like a piece of shit, you reach in and you read something. Great. So, <laughs> so every Awesome. Every hour on the hour. 
say my hourly affirmations, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we forget the, or I feel like I forget the good things a lot. Yeah. Like I either like discount them or I don't believe them or, or just something and they just like disappear. Whereas the bad things, I'm like, yes, I look forward to this haunting me for 17 more months. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you, AP, very much. You're very for welcome. All of your, all of your perspective and joining, joining us in our madness. Well, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. You can find AP Thayer on social media, Instagram and Twitter at AP Thayer. You can also find him on his website at apthayer.com. And he has links for you to read his fiction, which you absolutely should do that. He's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Welcome. He's okay. <laughs> Jamie. I'm sorry. We want him I'm to come sorry. back. Gosh. Success for me means Jamie thinks my writing is better than okay. You're so close. Just keep <laughs> keep pressing on, you know? Listen, I told you about the fickle masses, okay? <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to our shenanigans. You can find us on Instagram at theactbreak underscore podcast, on Twitter at theactbreak underscore no podcast. <laughs> Is that really what it is? Yes, it's the it's act break. The act under- break oh my god! Okay, please support the podcast so they can afford to add podcasts to the end of their name on Twitter. <laughs> we ran out of money. <laughs> you can also find us via scifiomy.com. Click on podcast. I looked down at my notes and it said <laughs> newsletter. And I just, my notes are no longer helpful. I'm not thanking them this time. I mean, if you're there, <laughs> sign up for my newsletter. <laughs> you can sign up for Jamie's newsletter, podcast newsletter. It's a good place. While you're on your current podcast platform of choice, you might as well, you know, like, like it, review it, subscribe it, hit the bell, do all the things, you know? Smash that like button. Smash it. Smash, Smash it with it. a hammer. <laughs> We need to we need to fine tune our call to action <laughs> to have the podcast. Season two, baby. Let's go. Killing it. Yeah.